0: running podcast shoe geeks edition for october 2022 i'm joined by my co-host here julian at work at geelong at the running company how you going mate i'm good
1: i'm, I'm busy i'm looking at tom i can hear the summer breeze blowing in the background um wearing he's wearing a t-shirt oh yeah on the balcony of course
0: yeah uh, look tommy tommy is oh. For, for, oh geez tommy Forever on holiday, aren't you, mate? Like, I think things are going pretty well for you over there.
2: Uh, no, I haven't had a holiday in a while, mate. Um, so I just left the kids, my wife, and my in laws in the pool downstairs. Much, much to my wife's disgust. We just got here. I'm like, I gotta go (laughs) talk
0: about shoes. Sorry, we be back. I'll be back in a bit. Pay the bills, Uh, pay the bills, Tommy. I'm sure she'll survive by the pool. I'm sure she'll survive. Look, at what yeah. shoes have you taken with you, Tommy? What do you, because you're, you're all running, we're all running about 80, 90 Ks a week at the moment. You're going to get a big week in?
2: Nah, just, it uh, might be similar, might be like around 80 K I'm sitting at roughly at the moment. Um, I just took my Kaono my lights and um, I actually took, I don't know why, I don't know if I'm going to use them, but I brought the, um, the Streak Fly. Um,
0: yeah, interesting. Local park run?
2: So, uh, nah, no, nah, because uh, so I'm on Magnetic Island, just off Townsville. Right. But um, mm-hmm. there's no ferry. Like, if I want to get a ferry back to Townsville, to do a park run, like, oh, there is no option anyway. So, nah, I'll just uh, yeah, I'll just yeah, run around good. here. I'll find some trails There's actually some alright trails. So, I'll mm. take my Keanu light on trails. A bit of road trail, because to get to them, it's a bit of road anyway. So, nothing Pretty too technical. steep in it yeah there's some there's some yeah little hills no not, nothing like huge but yeah there's little bumps around the island um hmm. so yeah there's some good spots to run actually not it's not bad, not too bad
0: but All yeah right, so just
2: it's... yeah counter lights and um i don't know if I'll use the other ones but <laughs> yeah see. So what have you been
1: wearing? Oh well, I was just going to ask, what have you been wearing this last? It's been a, about a month now. So you you put any new shoes on, Tom? Um, anything? Any highlights?
2: Yeah. So um, I've been putting a bit of K's in that um, socking issue, the uh, Tempest. Oh yeah. Um, you Still. said you you sell that, don't you?
1: Yeah, we sell it.
2: Um, yeah, I like it. I, I I don't know if I was saying, I don't know if I said on the last pod, but. I was, I, I kind of feel like it's a shoe that I will, sort of wanted the Invincible to, to be. It's still, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, um it's got that soft, fun foam in it, um but it's just so much more stable than the Invincible. Um, so where
0: where do you, where do you put it in the line? So you've got like, you know, the Triumph, you've got the Guide, you've got the Ride, you've got now the Pro, you've got the Shift, you've got the Speed. Where, where does the Tempest sit?
2: That's a Julian question, I reckon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's still a support shoe. So I still, we
1: still use it as a support shoe. A little bit different to how Tom thinks of it because um, there's a pretty solid like medial post. Mm-hmm. I will call it a post, but it, it might not be a traditional style post. But through the, the guts of the medial mm-hmm. side, there's a lot of firmer foam around um, like uh, inserted into the, the shoe with, and it's surrounded by really soft foam. So a lot of people do notice that firmness under their arch. Mm-hmm. And it can, it can help stabilise the foot, no doubt.
0: Are there any other TPU versions of shoes that have had a posting in it before? Can you think of? Because, uh, I mean, the, the, the Triumph 20 has been, like, I have not heard a bad review of how fun that shoe is to run in. Oh, bar one, bar one. Uh, the TPU foam's fun, but I think it's the first stable TPU daily no, this trainer. Isn't, I thought this it's was PIBA, is it? Yeah, yeah I think this, this one's a paper. paper, is it? Oh, well, there you go. It's a winner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. had TPU foams, like, from Adidas, exactly. Um,
2: yeah. But this
1: is, like, this is
2: different. So, this this one kind of reminds me of, like, I've got it here, um, my wife's shoe. Oh, yeah. So it's the same sort of idea where they're trying to make a daily trainer with performance foam, but they've they got the carrier foam to cradle it. So yep. this is the Boston 10 from Adidas and um, they've mm. done a similar thing. So they've got the light strike, which is that, that lighter colored one and then superficial closer to the foot. They're using the light strike pro. Yeah. Um, and so I actually just, when I saw Lana the other week running, I'm like, Oh, that, that's right. That's, that's, it's not new. Like there's been mm-hmm. other models that are doing this with, with um, cradling the, the softer foam with a, with a slightly less performance-oriented foam, but mm-hmm. I think still getting the benefits of that performance foam without it being unstable, which is where, yeah. which is the place. I think I said to you guys recently, like, I've been having a lot of runners in with issues, and I think related partly to using super, super shoes for long runs. Mm-hmm. So they're using racing shoes for their long runs, and we can do that because it's so forgiving. You can never do a long run in a, in a racing mm-hmm. flat like pre-2017. You wouldn't even think about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they're so soft and, and fun to run in, like, and I get tempted to run in them long run sometimes as well. But I think, yeah, I think the, the side effects sneak up on you a little bit more gradually than, than traditionally, um, with racing flats it initially might feel good, but what I are those that... side
0: effects Tommy? <laughs> uh,
2: well, I'm seeing ankle, I'm seeing a fair bit of ankle stuff. So it's a medial, medial lateral. Medial and lateral, mostly medial. Um, mm-hmm. So, tib, tib post, medial mm-hmm. shin stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, you, you, when you, you know, you're on a high stack shoe, on a soft foam, mm-hmm. it, it, it's all, it just challenges the frontal plane. So, it just it can increase that side-to-side movement. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the, the tendons, I, I sort of describe them as the stirrup muscle tendons. So, they're, they're the perineals and tib post. They go either side of the lower leg and they stabilize that side-to-side movement. So the perineals or tib post, I think, are challenged more in those shoes, particularly on um, if if people take them out on on like any uneven terrain. But but even long it's, runs, just for a long run duration.
0: It's, it's funny you say that, Tommy. We we jogged in Centennial Park on Sunday, and I've never seen more Sunday morning jogging super shoes mm-hmm. in a in a in a park in my life. Yeah. We don't see that in Adelaide, yeah. so. Look, maybe okay. that's that's um that's good for you guys. Good for you then. So, but Centennial Park was no hype there. I would have saw Vaporfly, Fly Alpha Fly. Um, a lot of saw and Endorphin range uh, as jogging on a Sunday morning between you know 4.30s to six minute K pace. Yeah. A perhaps a ice. retail mm.
1: environment though too is like because mm. there's a difference if someone came in to buy purchase a super shoe for jogging into our store or perhaps maybe into like a specialty store that
3: Uh
1: cared, Um, there would be a pretty deep conversation with a few caveats and warnings, Mm. almost trying to convince them out of it, Um, whereas perhaps you walk into stores in Sydney Uh and you can just purchase super shoes like it ain't no thing and no one's Mm. helping you and they're not asking questions. It's like one size nine, please, and then it's being handed over.
0: Do you think we're getting a few more people into recreational running, just the enjoyment of the shoe itself? Can you are i be running without the shoe? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah okay.
1: I, I, I think the shoe's a temptation. It's a sweetness. Oh. It's like eating your dessert before your main meal, though.
2: Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's good. Oh. good. nice one. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, so...
0: But they yeah, you've been running the different. Tempest. What about workouts? You've been doing a few now.
2: Um, I wore an undisclosed Mizuno shoe the last session I did, um, which we will review at some point, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, what have I done? Yeah, uh, just really just, just going back to some vapor flies. Um, I, I really want to get back to spikes at some point, but I just know I won't tolerate them at this point in time. Is that why so, you ducked
0: me on Saturday night? Is that why you're ducking me on Saturday night? I came all the way to Sydney, Julian, yeah. to race Tom over 3K, and he didn't show. Yeah, that's soft by him.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, sorry, mate.
2: Sorry. <laughs> I, did a session. I did my first session at Centennial for months, and so that was... Yeah. Sorry, mate, I'm a for that. Actually, um...
0: at, the, at, the, at the 3K Champs, it's like nine dragonflies to one other spike now, and even amongst like the H race all the way through to the A race, it's quite extraordinary. So just spikes in, in the lower grades? Yeah, spikes in the lower grade. You definitely see more Super Shoes in the lower grades, but you still see plenty of Dragonflies as well in the lower grades. So absolutely. Mm. Especially on a track like ES Marks, it's been just relayed. It's actually really soft and it's spike friendly. Um, it's a good track for longer distance races for sure. I saw a couple of the Adidas, you know, the um, the Avanti TYO and uh, a few more of uh. There's still a few traditional spikes out there. You see every now and then someone wearing like a rival D from Nike or um you know a Cosmo Racer sort of thing as well in the junior ranks. But um no, nah, it's all super shoes and dragonflies now. And maybe one air victory between ten dragonflies. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Yep. Wonder it was... if it was a
1: milers race, if that would change like a fifteen
0: hundred. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Like I wore the this is the first time I've won the Air Vic for longer than a 1500 and it felt fantastic for the 3k still as well so uh, yep. it feels a bit clumsier at slower paces but i think when you're in a race it's i'd probably wear that for 5k as well yeah and what else mm. have you been jogging in uh we've got been pretty consistent i've got a pretty consistent routine like all my jogging because we are back at doing workouts Tuesdays and Fridays now i I've, I've been wearing a lot of high stack shoes on my easy days being the Wednesday and the Saturdays after my workouts on the Tuesdays and Fridays so I've been cycling between three shoes on those days, which has been uh, the New Balance Supercomp Trainer. Still, uh, I've got a second pair of them. Um, I've actually got another pair that I've kept just for the trails. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, split the carbon though on my right foot, so it's time to go for that one. Uh, and the it's what? Invid- Sorry, go on. The, ca- the carbon split in the in the forefoot. Oh, um, it's you know like, what? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just split. I, in I, half. Yeah, well, like. It's fissured. It's a fissured about twenty yeah, percent like through it. Length, so. Lengthwise. Nah nah. Yeah, like lengthwise. Not not split no, width wise, yeah. lengthwise. Um, what's that from? Mm-hmm. What do you attribute that? Uh, I'm assuming I've hit a rock and I had a like a maybe a start of the fissure and I've just kept running on it and so it's just followed the line. I maybe you know, like that shoe's thrust. not made for trail. <laughs> yeah <laughs> look, I don't I don't feel the difference wearing it with the split. It feels fine. So it's aesthetic to me at the moment, it still functions well. Mm. Uh, it's funny mean, because the Saucony
1: Exodus has flexibility mm-hmm. in that frontal plane. So it's designed the, – the plate's designed to contort medial to lateral to it be more uh, agile around rocks and tree roots Look, and canvas. Is, is that carbon or is it – Oh No, that, no that, that's not the Exodus. Sorry, I've got the wrong no. shoe. It's yeah. the, um, the endorphin edge, it's called. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's
2: yep. A, carbon like, um, yeah. it a, a carbon plate, yeah. It is a carbon plate. Reece, Reece yeah. wore that at UTA, um, he told oh, me. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Did he like it? He liked it. He's, yeah, he, he, he reckons he, he wore the speed goat just trialing some trail shoes because he obviously hasn't – I don't think he's done that mm-hmm. much trail. He's mostly road. So he, he hated the speed goat, so he, had, he was trying to find something else, and he thinks that one just feels like a heavier um, endorphin uh, uh, mm. pro kind of kind of deal, like a, a heavier – I guess that same sort of bounce but a bit heavier.
0: Is it a is it similar stack? Like, is it out towards 35, 40 mils? Yeah, it's pretty high.
1: I, I don't know off the yeah. top of my head. Yeah, It would be up there. It would be about that 35 to 40 for sure. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've still, still been using the, uh, the uh, Ultra Vanish Tempo uh, on my days that I've been feeling like in my, my second long run for the weeks on Thursday. And that's usually like combination roads, a bit of fire track. That's been a brilliant shoe still. Um, it just makes you know it's, it's probably one of those shoes that improve your economy a couple percent. So um, so it just feels easier on those longer days. Uh, just that nitrogen infused foam probably is a bit more forgiving when the pace. Well, it definitely is more enjoyable when the pace is a bit higher, and that's my Thursday run. So uh, workouts, I've just been consistently wearing the New Balance RC Elite Two. I just I can put it on the track. I can put it on the road. I can put it on our uh, uni loop, which is sort of like crushed dirt and i find that the most comfortable training racing the, the the most comfortable training flat i have at the moment including the vaporfly alpha fly um and look it's a little bit lower to the ground than than those uh, i think that's been useful going to the track as well just a little bit um and i did one workout the other week where i wore back in the takumi 8s and while that's a bit more than the old takumis are still i still battle with repeats below um you know 400 in that shoe without getting slightly sore carbs. so that's still a, a telltale sign. I'm a bit soft, but um, I pulled up well from the Air Vicks. But that's been a ro- consistent rotation for about a month and a half now and haven't really deviated from it.
1: The SC Elite dropped yesterday, basically, and um, the V3. So they've gone – so New Balance are changing how they name their shoes. So the new race shoe is now called yeah. the Super Comp Elite Version 3, and yep. it's, the, um, it's the new version of the RC Elite Version mm-hmm. 2.
0: Uh, and look, super. How- how is it? Is it a similar, similar, it's sort of made up more like the SC trainer, isn't it?
1: The rock is further back. It feels the, the mm-hmm. foam feels a lot softer. Um, it's probably the first shoe I've put on that's encouraging me to be more of a rear foot striker. Um, wow. Cause it feels so good rolling across this sort of rocker. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone who's put it on is like, I can like, this feels more natural to land on my rear foot. Uh so it's it's an interesting one. I think it's gonna be a very good shoe for the majority mm-hmm. of people that come in. Uh it yeah, just wow. it feels poppier, like the foam feels a little better. The the shape of the plate's a bit more aggressive. But yeah, yep. the main the main difference is the rockers further back. That's mm-hmm. the feel. Yeah.
0: Yep. Oh it's my cat. Sorry. Cat. <laughs> Get out of here, cat. Uh oh, cats are good, mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, have what have you have been it. wearing, Jolly? Because you're the one getting all the new shoes. I will. I actually. I will briefly mention. I wore the Mizuno yesterday for a 40 minute tempo uh, on the treadmill, and it just as uh, Brady has uh, subtly mentioned, it gets better as the pace goes up. But that was on the, that treadmill. On mm-hmm. the treadmill. Not sure that's
1: a treadmill shoe.
0: Nah, it's definitely not. But it got better as the pace got up for sure. I felt like I needed to hit a hard surface with that shoe. Yeah.
2: That's a long session to be using first up. Uh,
0: You know, it was slow early and um, it was raining, mate. Well, it's your tempo. It's going to be
1: slow. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It was
2: our jogging pace.
1: Yeah, I've been running in this a lot, actually, because the weather's been so poor. All our trails are shitty, so trail shoes are becoming more important. Hmm. So this thing here is called the Nike ZoomX Zagama Trail. Uh, it is Nike's first ZoomX trail shoe. Mm-hmm. It is not the Ultra Fly that everyone keeps asking about, which is their yeah. racing trail shoe, which we may see back end next year, maybe. Um, yep. We don't know yet, but hopefully we do. This is the runner-friendly jogging version. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: ZoomX midsole, but definitely doesn't feel like an Invincible, feels much mm-hmm. firmer than that um it's really quite stable to me like it's got a it's got a broad profile so Mm -hmm. quite a bit through the rear foot to land on um quite a bit under the forefoot as well which slightly to its detriment because i feel this outside lug a little under my foot yeah the upper is probably the like the best bit for me it's not a trail shoe with one of those massive hard toe caps mm-hmm. it's actually really soft up front um so i can wear it and not feel like my toes are going
0: to fall off what's the width the of it long is it quite is it quite narrow or be nice no, it's, it- it's medium
1: because i get yep. in with no problems whatsoever uh, yeah, okay and some shoes are too narrow for me mm-hmm. uh grip wise horrible on wet yeah wet road yeah like <laughs> asphalt's awful wet um yep. i went around a um a timber boardwalk when oh, it was yeah. wet Oh yeah, I'm sliding everywhere there, um, yep. but on the the dirt and the wet mud, it's been brilliant, so it's yep. not overly lugged, so you can get on a dirt road and still feel um, like it's got that, a bit of pop. There is a slight rocker in the shoe um, that makes it feel fun on a like again on a dirt road. Yep. Uh, it's got this little sock which I don't love at the top, but it doesn't bother me in any way. Um, so yeah, it's actually been a really fun shoe and it's probably my favorite trail shoe because the Mont Blanc from Altra, mm. just the heel, the heel fits not good enough right now. Yep. Um, so this is 37 mil in the heel, Yep. 33 at the front. So it's four mil, uh, 290 grams for a men's nine. So it's not a light shoe, but it's a trail shoe. So it's got blown mm. rubber, all that stuff
0: surely so, surely Tom you'd be using that in Royal Park mate?
2: Yeah it looks good. Uh yeah it looks mm. really good. I'd be keen mm. to try that one out actually. Mm. It's like yeah, you well, go you go long in it um no problem. Probably. send us
1: your credit card details mate and I'll get you a pair.
2: <laughs> you are a size 13?
1: <laughs> I got a size 13. I got mm-hmm. um we'll talk later. Um <laughs> what else I've been wearing uh I've been wearing the um a lot sockety Triumph which we've talked about like mm-hmm. fun shoe and I've been running workouts in the Mizuno uh shoe as well as the Socony Endorphin Pro, which I put back on this morning and forgot how much I forgot how much I love that shoe. That's like yeah. still up there with one of my favorites. What are the originals? No, the v V three.
0: Oh V three. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Still just V three, like Yep. It it's it feels natural. It's not overly rocket. It's not like super spongy. It just feels really smooth
0: under my foot. A month and, or two ago, you said you would probably prefer that over any other racing shoe. Is that still the case? I think it is. After this morning, and yeah, yeah. A lo- like I get sore
1: calves from that shoe, mm. and I don't get sore calves from this new Mizuno shoe, but I—that's not a good thing for me, because I reckon <laughs> I get some knee complaint when my calves aren't getting sore after a workout, yeah, and it's—it's it. it's almost night and day. Like I put that sock in here on this morning, ran a workout last two minutes of the last mm-hmm. rep, my knee feels fine. Whereas oh, wow. normally yep. the last two minutes of the, the workouts I've been doing in other like high stack shoes or more rocket mm-hmm. stuff is uh is probably irritating my knee a little. Interesting. Um, look, I'm at the store. I thought we should I thought it might be interesting just to
0: show the store on yeah, the absolutely. YouTube. Um, I've already seen the Ballarat store. I've never seen the Geelong store. Yeah well let me um let me just who's, see. How, who's working? How. Who's working today?
1: We got Bree on today. We got um, yep. Jazz. We got Josh and we got um, Dan's learning. So yes. we got Theo. He's in a crate next to me. Theo, <laughs> hey. This is what an actual animal, pet animal looks like. Um, we're looks in my loyal. office. So we're going to come out. I'm going to show you around. A lot of boxes. we got a little storeroom for some hawker stuff here. Mm. Storeroom in here. How's that, uh,
0: Hoka, how's that Hoka Bondi 8 selling pretty well? Um, It's pretty good, yeah. Mm. It's just a little bit bigger than
2: it has been. Mm. So have you, this have is how um, many people... Um, <laughs> it's um going. Oh, that's good. Have you had many people not get on with the new Bondi versus the 7? Um, not like really. The Mainly oil. they've just
1: been picking other shoes instead of it because it's it's just bulkier, it's shallower. Mm. Yeah. Um So this is what a stock room looks like, filled with Mm. boxes and um, stuff that's going back to brands that's coming in. So when you sort of come around, this is what creates stress in my life. Um, (laughs) All of these like – It's a lot bigger
2: stock room than the one I used to work in, that's for sure. What, at Nike? No, 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 when I was at uh, Running Science in Sydney.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Nike, (laughs) Nike, we had like those automated um, tubes. And there were like people working up in in we we type. Oh, really? Type yeah, yeah. We'd put it in that the chute true. and it'd be like this little motorized
0: thing that goes down to our level. Yeah, like a food waiter, you know, pulling it yeah, up. Yeah, on the... yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that John, was That's that John cool. Landy? Was yeah, that John Landy back there. John Landy.
1: Yeah, nice. Funnily enough, we had John Landy's son come in. Oh, nice. Uh, just after he passed away, actually, and he um, and so I took this out and I offered it to him, but he yeah. uh, he decided. Oh no! It wasn't John Landy's son. It was John Landy's son's. Best friend, and he was just off to go to New York to see John Laney's son. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, he took a photo, and while he was in, he he sent it to John John's son, and Uh, John, um, and he was like, "That's really cool." He remembers that exact photo that the um the painting was of.
0: Well, that's uh that's that's full Geelong, isn't it? Is he he's probably the the most famous runner that's out of Geelong. Maybe true. Well, he went to
1: Geelong Grammar. Um, Okay. Yep. So Craig Mutchin went to Geelong Grammar as well. Yeah, got and Geelong Grammar gets a lot of Melbourne people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure. Homegrown Geelong. I don't think John Landy was homegrown Geelong, was no, he? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't I think so. I think he was Melbourne-based. Yeah. Um, yeah, got it. And then went to Grammar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. But, yeah. That's, that's uh, cool. How that's often are you store? in the store now? Are you in the store almost five, five days? Five days. You are? Yep. Tuesday to Saturday and – um.
1: Yeah, occasionally do still like clinic visits, and yeah, yeah, got it. Also, what else have be go to events on Sunday morning occasionally yeah, or Saturday it. morning down at Little Athletics? But yeah, oh, I thought I'd show you this, this is pretty cool. So, um, local podiatrist down here, Gus McSween, he uh, oh, yeah, brother, twin brother with Stewie. So, beautiful, um, the yellow dragon, yellow, yeah, yellow dragon, with yeah, signed by Stewie McSween. Pretty cool, Mate, we're at the you... world
0: champs. You put that in a glass case, mate. I think I might wear it actually. It's <laughs> about my size. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone uh, playing at home
1: wondering, uh size wise, where's Stewie's size at? It looks, it looks about eleven or twelve. He's ripped it out. Doesn't want yeah, He has him. he has ripped it out. There is no size in there. Oh Man. boy. I can and see it where is. it's
0: ripped it's ripped off, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, well, that's can't,
0: funny. Know, can't know all these secrets, can you? So, so, what do you got coming up, Julian? What are you training for? Like, you've got all these shoes going. Are you doing, you're going to put spikes on this this summer at all? Or, uh,
1: I'm going to do a 10K in January. You might come over for that. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, a group.
0: I'm looking forward to that. Is that going to be at uh, Deacon or going to be at John Landy? John Landy Field, yeah. Because yep, we've awesome. we got
1: Geelong Athletics helping us out with your timing and
0: everything. Brilliant. Um, that's awesome.
1: So, it'll be good. We'll do like some seated racing. Gee, uh, maybe Tom might... Tom might be fit by then. I was thinking that it'd be nice to beat yeah. Tom again.
2: <laughs> Should we make this the head-to-head?
1: Yeah, We've except you might you might not get in the race that we're in, Tom. So you might be <laughs> in like the D race, and we're in the B race.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs>
1: Especially if I'm picking the people in the
0: races. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's definitely rigged. Yeah. Oh, good. So that's that's probably uh the next big one, the local event. Stick the no, I'm gonna run along.
1: I oh, do run well. along two weeks. So yep. I'm actually, you boys are gonna help me. I'm going away on Saturday for one week, yep. to Margaret River.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna do, I'm gonna be doing two workouts while I'm there, a fast workout, a threshold. And then I'm gonna, I don't need to do a long run while I'm there, mm-hmm. but I need to run every day easy as well. So I got two workouts and I got five easy runs or four. How many
0: shoes are you taken? Well, one. One. Oh. You're going to jog every day. You're going to do a workout that's going to be thresholdy, you said, or fast?
1: One threshold, one fast. Oh. Say I'm going to do 400s on a dirt path and yep. I'm going to do a 30-minute th- threshold.
0: But you're jogging every other day. So that's probably yep. more important to get that right, I reckon. Sessions don't really matter when you're only doing two of them. So, I think the
1: jogging will be on trails too. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, just take other
2: shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's too yeah. Stressful. That's too difficult.
0: That's very stressful, mate. I'd take a pair of Invincibles and like an, an RC Elite or an equivalent, like a like a. To be honest, if you're gonna jog and you you're loving the shoe at the moment, just take your Endorphin Pro Three. And You'll just jogging it. it too. Jog, jogging Endorphin it as well. Pro
2: Three. You'd mm. get away with, you know. The yep, Endorphin yep. Pro Three is probably more stable to jog in than the Speed. <laughs> I reckon yeah. it is. Yeah, so, I
1: I I agree with you mm. as well. Except yeah. that stiffness can be a little unforgiving, a little harsh. Mm. But yeah, I've consi- I actually considered that this morning. I'm well, like can I you jo- can, can, can
0: you run fast in the Super Comp Trainer? It's a bit clumsy. Oh, not 400. No,
1: nah, I don't like. No, nah, that's a no. <laughs> yeah okay
2: yeah <laughs> you Look, know what I've, been, what I've been running in and i was tempted just to bring one shoe up here the um nah, i brought it i brought it back from the dead and i love it the um the, the, thing. the hocker rocket X. Oh, yeah. I love that shoe <laughs> i don't know i don't know why it's not not any more popular i mean it's not it's not um it's eva so you know it's yep. it's not like a and we know from from that
0: that super shoe study, it's got to come with anymore. a warning label, mate. It's one mil heel pitch. You need to put a heel pitch in it. But it
2: it just feels like a really fun,
0: fast training shoe.
2: I could do, I could, yeah. do, I can long run in it. I could session in it. I could easy run in it. I could, I could do anything in that shoe.
0: About three weeks ago, I did a workout. We had a similar, Julian. We had, I had a threshold workout. It was a like um, I think four by eight minutes off a two jog, and then three days later, we had. um Quarter repeats on the track, and then I did a long run, all in the same shoe for those three workouts. And I wore the um, the Ultra Vanish Tempo with a nine mil heel pitch. It worked well. It was stable. Uh, the foam's good for jogging slow. It was, mm. like, it, it's forgiving enough, and it was yep. I could run fast in it, and I could tempo in it. That was just a real sweet spot shoe for me. It's a good answer that one. Mm. That's I mean, it's untested
1: for me, so I'm not going to take mm. a shoe untested away. But that that yep. could. They could definitely work.
0: I reckon the nitrogen-infused foams are the ones you can jog in quite comfortably mm-hmm. and you can, you, can, you can run fast in them, which is why the RC Elite 2 doesn't feel like it's like a super, super ra- racing shoe compared to what's out there. But I could jog in that shoe comfortably if I wanted to. Seems like it responds differently to loads, doesn't it? Like mm. the, um, the,
1: the nitrogen foams. Like it feels firm when you're standing. Yep. And there's
0: not a lot of load. And
1: as soon as you run, it's like, oh, this shoe gets softer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the case. Like I tried a sketch this ages ago that was similar to that, but it was just less stable. Yeah.
1: So but question from me to the podiatrist. On mm-hmm. um, the main show, we talked about numbness in the – oh, there was a question, a listener question from Krishna Stanton, actually. So a mm. high-profile question. Um, mm. She said her foot went numb in the – I think it was the
0: Vaporfly or her shoe. I reckon Ra- she wore an Asics. I reckon she wore the Sky 2, didn't she?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah, sorry. So yeah. It, it was a carbon-plated race shoe and her, her mm. foot went numb at the 15K mark. Um, and she said, Is, mm. does anyone else felt this? Is there a reason why it's happening? And, and I know I've felt that before, absolutely, with race shoes. I, mm. I had the worst experience with the Asics Sky 1 down at Hobart. Mm foot went dead early 5k Mm -hmm. and didn't come back to me about till about 20k uh and then the zoom fly one from nike i definitely felt my foot numb in that shoe Mm -hmm. and then we talked about how andy mentioned that his foot go went numb in the invincible Mm -hmm. um different and we we had a listener um sort of tell us that it was for a certain reason um i'm gonna have to pull that up that reason Mm So the listener wrote, Derek wrote, burning sensation in the Invincible is due to medial collapse at the level of the first metatarsal joint. I had it with Invincible 1 and a stiffer inner soul sol- solves it completely, which I don't th- I don't actually think that's the reason because there's a lot of soft shoes where that yeah. can happen that I don't get numb feet um, and yeah, the guy was actually Yeah. So what do you guys think firstly of, of that the answer to that question and then also what are your thoughts on it all?
0: Look, do you want me to go first, Tom? Or
2: yeah, man, go for
0: it. Yeah. Look, in relation to the invincible, I remember when I first got the invincible it was super soft and that I, I think I can understand what that um that Patreon's trying to say. If someone has like a Plantaflex first ray, which means their big toe joint sort of sits lower than their second, third, and fourth. It's more prominent when you're standing on the ground. And I found that area would sort of heat up in the early onset until I wore the shoe long enough. It created the natural cavity in the foam and the insole complex and then eventually it went away. Mm -hmm. I still get that if my duration of wearing the Invincible goes past an hour, which is interesting. Um, So you feel burning or numb? Burning, not numb. So Mm -hmm. I think we need to try and demarcate those two as being different things and they often are and they could be different causes. But that sort of pre blister feeling. You mentioned the the Zoom Fly One on the main show, and you were getting this sort of um, heating sensation in the forefoot. I remember getting that when I first put that on. I ran, ran a ten k race, pretty much straight out the box in it, and underneath my fourth and fifth metatarsals, or under the balls of my outside of my foot, I enter into the ground right in that area. It was very stiff superficially to the foot, and you'd get just a little bit of just a little bit of slide or a little bit of shear under the forefoot. And you can almost feel like you're preceding a blister. I don't think I got one in the end. I reckon if I went for another 10 minutes, I might have got one. And a few other, other factors might speed that process up, like moisture and heat. But mm. as soon as you get more shear of the superficial part of the skin called the epidermis, that shearing stress is sort of almost a bit of a precursor to developing a blister if the skin can't resist the stress. So we call that shearing stress. That's usually a bit more localised. And whether Christiana was feeling that, with the the sky too is because the plate's so superficial, maybe there's a bit more superficial slide or shear at the plate. It potentially could be a reason for getting the blistering sensation. And look, the other reason you did mention is sometimes people can, can, can get like a whole dead foot, but that's more to do with the sizing of the shoe from side to Mm. side, compression of the walls of the shoe to the foot and squashing anatomy of the foot. But I still find that when you're running in a shoe environment where the shoe environment or the sock liner may move or your skin may move, as soon as your skin may move and the anatomy beneath the thing, the skeletal muscle or the soft tissues beneath it don't line up too well, you start getting a bit of abnormal shearing stress. And I think that's a, that's a preceding for a blister, which usually comes with heat leading into that.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Three um,
1: disagreed, Tom? Um,
2: yeah, no, I pretty much agree. I'd love to, to not. <laughs> no, it. <laughs> I think um, you're right. Like you sort of probably need to separate – burning and especially local burning sensation versus a whole sort of whole foot or whole like general toe numbing sensation um generally the burning sensation that's more focal is a superficial problem so like Mm -hmm. yes that sheer stress you were talking about Um, whereas if it's more of like a whole pad forefoot more numb Mm -hmm. it's probably neural it's it's more deeper structures like the neural Mm -hmm. structures beneath beneath the epidermis um uh so that that's either fit or i do think um like what you're experiencing in the sky and i think i've i almost experienced it uh in my first session in the sky plus was um the su- superficial plate but maybe also in combination with a lower drop and a stiffer um a stiffer sole so mm. your toes aren't bending um and and it's just a bit possibly firmer, or, or if it's lower drop, you're spending longer on the forefoot. Um, so yeah, it's just that it, is, it might even
0: be more like local tissue contact with the shoe, like it doesn't, doesn't not contact that area. Even when you toe off, for example, the plate maybe still be putting slight pressure on that particular area. Mm. Um, just because it's contacting it as well, you could get like a local ischemic effect as well, more than likely, if that shoe doesn't comply in those areas.
2: So I guess you, firstly, yeah, the first thing, the easy wins would be the fit. Like you just have to reevaluate whether it's the a fit issue. And then if, if you tick that box, then um, you're looking at, at features that that might either be, like Derek said, if it potentially create hot spots and burning sensations with instability of the shoe. And if it's not instability, yeah, I think it's something to do with, with I think the plates do play a role, whether it's too stiff for the
0: foot or not. Mm. so he said
2: stiffening up the shoe helped with him but i think a stiff shoe can actually cause the problem
0: um yeah maybe i mean it could be the pole ends the invincible is really soft in that area complies a lot i you know when you get a shearing stress it's either you know you've got this um the force applied to an area and the force can be really really high to a small area or it can be a bit lower for a longer duration over a larger area and i think you can still develop a, a heat sensation either of those ways which means a, a shoe that's too soft could probably cause it and a shoe that's really stiff, which means you can probably cause a high friction in a short time frame, might be a risk factor as well. All right. Yep. yep. Mm. Well, Nita, what's on? What do you got coming up? Uh, State 5k comes up in a couple of weeks time. i will put the air uh, Vicks back on and run that. And I'll see what time you run in the Victorian ones, Julian. Oh, I'm not you've... doing it, but yeah. I'm not
1: doing it. I think I would still beat
0: you. <laughs> I think you, you might
2: just actually. You guys got to a fab. You can uh, train up and come down to Sydney
0: for our state five. I see they're running that in the SOPAC warm up track. They're not running at ES Marks. Surprised.
2: Yeah. With the yeah. state uh, of
0: running in New South Wales, we might be one and two up there, Nita. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if anyone. Well, you'll comes get down
2: beaten by a 15 year old, probably.
0: Yeah, look, they're all from, they're all from Canberra, though, mate. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was one of the uh, most impressive races I've seen by uh, at, a, at an event like that. It was good, so good to watch. No, other than that, uh, just work life. Um, no holidays for me, uh, Tom. No,
2: mate, you're having a three day work week next year, so hey, that's that's a <laughs> long holiday. will travel along that's that goes. That's the plan,
0: right? That's the plan. That's the dream. Yep. Uh, what about you, Julian? You've got uh, your um, learning. I'm about going shoes. to Margaret
1: River. Yeah, going to Margaret River next week, so that'll be oh, fun. You've got a holiday. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Thinking about taking. I might take the endorphin speed. No one mentioned that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to all mention it, you but, three. No, I don't know. I was going to mention it, but then I thought that's not that important. Your workouts. So and your your workouts aren't super good anyway. So at the moment they're all long <laughs> and slow. They're all three thirty pace at the moment. You can do that in a super super comp. Three thirty overall. But you yeah, got to yeah. look into my workouts deeper, Nita. Are oh, you yo yo three twenty to three forty? That's your ceiling of range at the moment. Maybe you should
2: revive a a Nick Earl session
0: barefoot grass. Cool. Oh, yeah. My knees will be be all right after that. Your knees will be fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Does he Mm. still run? Is he still relevant? I don't think so. (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. we better get going. All right. say it to this beautiful cat. All right. Bye-bye. See you, Murray. See you, guys. See ya. All right.
2: All right.